Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 18 of the Medical Device Success Podcast. I am Ted Newell, your host. And today we're talking about two different things. One is other good medical device podcasts. Yes, there are others besides mine, and they're worth listening to. So we'll talk a little bit about that. And then we're going to talk about a tool that can be really effective in these times for sales and marketing professionals, and it's called journaling. Yes, believe it or not, there's something there. So we'll talk about that as well. So let's get started. Before we start episode 18, I have just a little bit of housekeeping to do. And as most of you know, congresses and trade shows have been canceled for the remainder of the year and possibly into early 2021. Of course, this is devastating for a lot of medical device companies that rely on these congresses and trade shows to generate income, to generate actionable leads, and so on. And many of these congresses and trade shows are being replaced by virtual uh, trade shows or virtual congresses. Some have been done well, and some have been done very poorly in regards to industry participation. And so I'm very excited that the next three episodes, I'm teaming up with Lisa Bixel and her team at the Bixel Medical Marketing Group, to do three podcasts that address the situation of the virtual trade shows and the opportunities for industry in these virtual congresses and trade shows. I'm very excited about this. Additionally, it may be a video cast. So it will be a podcast. You can listen to it, but it'll also be a video cast. So when we're explaining um, images of these virtual trade shows as examples, somebody that goes to the video cast will be able to see this. So very excited about this. I think it'll be very valuable to listeners and will help provide some excellent guidance going into the end of the year and early next year. Okay, the next thing in housekeeping is the beta medical device success community that I've talked about several times. We're still making progress on that. Uh, and uh, Tours for the beta members have been given. They have started to populate the community and started to engage in it so we can see how it works and make sure it is cleaned up and ready for a bigger opening in a few weeks. So that's exciting too. So now on to the subject matter at hand, which are podcasts that are really worth listening to in addition to mine, and um, also journaling. So just something to think about in terms of podcasts. One is, this is a great way to stay on top of issues, stay on top of information that's important to how you do your jobs and how you succeed and how you help your company succeed. You know, you can do reading. There's great things on the internet you can search for. But podcasts are typically very convenient, especially if you're taking a walk, getting exercise on the treadmill at home, um, or just relaxing with a cool drink in your hand if you're in one of the warmer parts of the world. So podcasts are a great way to do this. And I remember when I outlined my podcasts, 
I thought, I'm going to be busy for the next two years. There's too much subject matter to cover. And that's why it's great that there's other podcasts. And so one I would like to bring your attention to is called Medical Sales Nation. And it is produced by Jim Surick. And he is a guy that's in the field as a vice president of sales for a a surgically oriented company. Um, So he knows what it's like to uh, walk the talk, so to speak, in the field. And he has some great interviews. And this last interview he did was with a leader of supply chain management for a major hospital system in the Midwest United States of America. This is an interview I wish I had done and had actually been looking for somebody like this gentleman to interview. But the insights into the changes in the way hospitals are working overall and working with vendors in particular, that means including sales reps, right, um, is critical knowledge to executives and to marketing and sales professionals. This is a great podcast, and he has some other very good podcasts. I've listened to several. Jim does not have a website, but Medical Sales Nation is hosted on soundcloud.com and can be found on Apple Podcasts and some other podcast broadcasters. For, so look for Medical Sales Nation. I will have a link to his most recent podcast in the show notes, and this is the podcast I was just talking about It is a great podcast. You really need to listen to it because I'm not going to get around to this subject and he's covered it and it's important. The second podcast I would like to recommend is called Medical Device Made Easy. And it's by a gentleman out of Switzerland by the name of Monir El Azuzi. And he is an expert on quality and regulatory affairs. And the podcasts are on the same subjects. So wait a second before you sit there and think, oh, no, (laughs) quality and regulatory affairs, the department of no in my company. You know, before you sit here and start clicking on the 30-second advance button or end your listening experience altogether, just hear me out. Let me explain why this is important. So first of all, his website is a little confusing versus the name of the podcast. The website is called easy medical device. The podcast is called Medical Device Made Easy. The website is a treasure trove of quality and regulatory information, videos, critical regulatory documents, and courses. He's done a great job. But the reason this is important for medical device, med tech executives, and marketing and sales uh, professionals is because he might save your company six months to a year in lost sales revenue if you listen to his information and become more aware of what is changing in Europe in regards to regulatory um, regulations. So for example, are you working toward MDR or, or, or is your company sitting on MDD during COVID? He has great insights and decision logic that could make a big difference in sales and marketing and the health of your company. You need to know this stuff. And an easy way to do it with his podcast is to look for his monthly 
roundups or his monthly news edition. So it's like one every four podcasts, he has a monthly news edition. And in that edition, he will bring you up to date on any delays that are in the MDR um, implementation and what it means to companies and so on and so forth and some other interesting things. So I highly recommend the monthly news roundups because like you, I'm a sales and marketing guy and I don't really want to get into the weeds of some of these medical device regulations for Europe. I mean, where he's going down to the paragraphs and everything in these regulations and talking about what they mean to a company. It is important to a company, but I think it's a little too much to expect for marketing and salespeople. However, the news roundups are worth listening to, and he is hosted everywhere. You'll find him on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, You'll find them everywhere, and I. but I will have a link to that podcast of the Medical Device uh, News Roundup for June, which he did at the beginning of July. So again, I think this is important. Nobody should rely on a single opinion of a regulatory advisor. So for example, if you're in the United States and you've got a, regula- a U.S.-based regulatory advisor, sure, they may know a lot and they may think they know a lot, but one mistake and you're in trouble. So to listen to what he has to say, because he interviews uh, really great people, especially on where we're going forward with MDR, um, I think it is a great podcast. So that's the second podcast I would recommend. The first one, Medical Sales Nation. The second one, Medical Device Made Easy. Great podcast to listen to if you pick out the right ones, okay? So that's all about podcasts in addition to mine that you should be listening to to get good guidance, good information that'll help you be more successful going forward. Now let's talk about journaling and why journaling can be important. First of all, this is a very difficult, unpredictable, and therefore stressful time. And it's in times like this that it can be difficult to concentrate and stay on track with professional and personal objectives and projects. You know, like to have a goal seems ridiculous when so many things are changing. And this is where journaling can be very helpful. And regardless of the environment, you are in charge. My mantra is Y-A-I-C, the letters Y-A-I-C, you are in charge of your life. Doesn't matter COVID or not, you are in charge. This hasn't changed. And journaling can bring some perspective to this situation. And I consider it a key tool in terms of personal accountability and effectiveness in life. So let's just take a quick look at journaling. You want to keep it simple, but, you know, it's it's writing down your thoughts is simply what it is. It Some people think it's like a diary, but it doesn't have to be a diary where you write down everything. Just write down some impressions of the day, you know, maybe some memories of the day. It is very important, and it's even cited by medical professionals, medical health professionals, that it's a great tool to have a clearer mind and a happier life. In fact, when I was researching this, I came across a webpage at the Intermountain Health site, Intermountain Health is a team of about 40,000 doctors and other healthcare professionals who serve 
the needs in a healthcare system across what they call the Intermountain West, which is primarily Utah, Southern Idaho, Southern Nevada, but it's a big system that is headquartered in Salt Lake City, Utah. Clinics, hospital, medical offices, so on, they do everything. In their uh, blog about journaling, they talk about several things it does for you, several of the advantages. It reduces stress. It improves immune function. That's right. They say in here, expressive writing can strengthen your immunity and decrease your risk of illness. Very interesting. But they've done studies to show this. It keeps your memory sharper because you're sort of repeating things. You're thinking through the day and resetting some of those things in your mind. It boosts your mood and it strengthens emotional functions. So journaling has a number of those advantages. Another benefit that came out in my research is problem solving. Because as one person said, typically we problem solve from left brain analytical perspective. But sometimes the answer can be found by engaging right brain creativity and intuition end quote. So the whole process of writing, or it can be typing if you're typing it into a document, can really help open up your creativity and make you think of things you might not have thought about. Almost like singing in the shower, or you get to bed and you lay down and you're just sort of ruminating as you're going to sleep and aha, the solution to a problem comes to you because you've shifted out of that left brain analytical thinking and you've shifted into some problem solving that your brain's willing to do in the right environment. And journaling gives you that right right environment. Um, many of you have probably heard of Deepak Chopra, who's um, uh, a big guy on holistic type of mental health and, and wellness. And if you're looking for something to write, he had several ideas. I'm just going to mention a couple of them. But one was write about something that's extremely important to you. Just a couple sentences that you're thinking about because of the day. Um, maybe even write something that you're grateful for because to bring your gratitudes up in your mind always makes you feel better and puts life in perspective. Maybe write about a current challenge that you have been struggling with um, and maybe even jot down a couple solutions. He has several other ideas. I'm not so sure I'm sold on all of those, but a couple other things I like about journaling is it's a bit of accountability. If you do it at the end of the day, it makes you think about the day. Did you win your day? Did you win your week? Yes? No? Maybe? And then, then the, you have to answer the question, why or why not? And what do you think about it? And this isn't a guilt trip. I mean, you shouldn't be doing this journaling as a guilt trip. And it might make you feel a little bit odd, especially if you're talking about what you did or didn't accomplish during the day. But just the fact that you faced it, addressed it, and you're ready to start a new day the next day, I think that's very important. And also talk about one interesting thing that happened during the day. Just write that down. You know, I've got my grandfather's 1970. That's right, 30 years ago. It's a little calendar kind of book. And if you're in the United States, you'll be blown away by this. It has this factoid section in the front, postal rates and information. And back in 1970, and I was alive back then, I was born a bit before then, uh, letters were six cents each per ounce or fraction thereof to send. Six, six cents. 
now I think we're up in the mid fifties for a, a post uh, for a letter. But some of the information in this is just a riot. And then I go into um, these days that I'm actually producing this podcast, and he simply writes down what the weather was for the day. Um, you know that they had a that he spent the day at the store. He had a really great antique store. I loved it when I was a kid. And then that they had they had their nephew and his wife and their children over to visit for the night. So that's all he wrote. He kept it pretty simple. But the important thing about that is that he did reflect on the day. And I'll bet you, knowing my grandfather, God bless him, I'll bet you he reflected on more than just the things he wrote down. I bet he reflected on things that went well, things that didn't go so well, and what he might be doing going forward to meet his objectives and care for his family. So I think journaling right now has a lot of potential in these really uh, challenging times and in this difficult environment. And it's worth picking up a pen or getting out a keyboard and starting a document and doing it and keep it short, keep it sweet. Don't think you have to write a novel. Nope. Just have to write one paragraph and cover a few items. And I think you will really enjoy it and you will benefit from it. And as you can imagine, we always have an immediate impact idea for the day, and that is to start trying to journal every day. Just a couple sentences at the end of the calendar that you use to organize yourself for the day on that page. Uh, just write a couple things down. I have a weekly calendar, so I can write stuff down You know, at the bottom. There's space where I can write things down as I go through the week. But I also use a an online journal to um, to journal, and then I can do something every day, and I can even import images into it if I want to, like when my wife and I go kayaking. So, highly recommend it. That's your immediate impact idea for the for the day, is to find a way to journal, even if it's a couple sentences that make you stop and think about the day and think about where you are in the week. Okay, with that, I'm going to let you go. Thanks so much for spending time with me today on this podcast. Really excited about the next one's coming up. If you like the podcast, please rate it, recommend it, and um, subscribe. Now it's time for you to go win your week. <laughs>